Last time on The Dungeon House, after meeting Donovan, Ari, Rose, and Samantha try and locate the 500 gold Donovan charges to let them know where Rock might be located. This leads them to meet with the mayor of Astoria and take on his quest to find his daughter. While there, they have a run-in with the Archbishop, who helps them finance their fee. Meanwhile, Akel and Caspian search the burnt warehouse and find themselves in a mysterious path. This path leads them straight to a run-in with the Resurrector. What are the Resurrector's plans for them? Will the party locate Akel and Caspian? Is Rock dead yet? Find out right now on The Dungeon House. Welcome to The Dungeon House. Woo! Hi guys. Wow, this is getting worse every time. <laughs> so let's try it again. I say welcome to The Dungeon House, you guys. Do your noises. Hey. Hey. Sure, all of your noises. All right, all right, we'll try it again. Welcome to The Dungeon House. All right, so let's just start um, right outside the cathedral. So the ladies, you guys sort of went about your day resting. You got the money. Um, and so we're just going to start, like, as you guys head off to the cathedral, like, the sun is setting. It's beginning to get dark. As you guys get walking closer, you see your good friend Donovan, who some people hate the name Donovan here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, standing off in the distance, sort of waiting for you guys in front of the cathedral. So Donovan's just trying. And is the the bishop hiding? Um, so you guys don't see the bishop near you. Um, I guess you'd assume he said he'd be sort of stealthy and watch from a distance. So he hasn't made himself known to you guys. Okay. Cool. Um, approach Donovan yeah. with the money immediately, walking fast. <laughs> so as you guys approach Donovan, he just sort of looks at you guys, do you got my money? Yes, we got it. Let me see it. Ari's gonna hold out the bag, but not give it to him. Say, okay, we need the information. Uh, I need the money, as he sort of like stretches out his hand. Half now, half after you, this what we're looking for. Okay. That's a fair deal. I respect that. Okay. Ari right. opens the bag and starts counting out 250 gold pieces. Nice. And sort of takes it, looks it over, shoves it sort of into another pouch. He has. All right, you guys ready? Let me show you. This Donovan begins sort of walking into the cathedral, right? Into the cathedral. We've already been here. You've already We've been? explored throughout these. You've already been in the cathedral? Just let him show us where he's going. So... Um, he begins leading you guys into the cathedral, like, as you see, it's, um, it's getting dark, there's not as many nuns walking around as sort of the candles are starting to dim and stuff Would like that. Would you say there are nuns? <laughs> uh, <laughs> there are nuns. Yeah! <laughs> then a giant meteorite strikes the cathedral. <laughs> <TPKs> you all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but he begins leading you through, right? Uh, he takes you back into the back area. Some of the nuns, they've recognized you guys, so they don't ask any questions. As he leads you until you guys get to, like, the catacombs entrance again. Um, at the sea turns, he's like, so have you guys been in the catacombs before? Yes. Lead on. Cool. <laughs> he goes into the catacombs. <laughs> no questions asked. Um, 
Speed on. <laughs> As you guys go into the catacombs, same thing, same thing that you've seen before. You go down the spiral staircase. As you get to that, that bottom floor area, uh, he takes a right and begins leading you through the passageways that you took on your way to Sister. Uh, can one of you guys just roll a d12? So you guys wouldn't know. You guys haven't been on the path before, but Samantha would recognize this was the same path. Uh, a nine? Yeah. Uh, so as you guys go, there's nothing... <clears throat> Samantha, you would be wary of zombies, but nothing really pops out. Like, it seems very dead and quiet. <laughs> he finally leads you over to, like, sort of where the rocks fell that sister was at. And he begins walking, like, over these rocks, down deeper into the catacombs. Do you guys just continue following? I'm gonna ask him, how, how far down does this lead? Nah, we're almost there. Are you sure? Is I don't like you dirt bag. <laughs> Did you just call Donovan a dirt bag? Oh, excuse me, I meant Donovan. <laughs> My name's Donovan, not dirt bag. <laughs> you know they both start with a D. It's a simple mistake. Get over it. Shh. Uh, quiet. <laughs> you know, I can live with 250 gold. If you want to see your friend again, I best be treat me with some respect. Young well, lady. How, how about we get we fist bump and then it's okay. Just you fist bump. Donovan is make a charisma check. It is another nine. Thank you, website. <laughs> yeah, this Donovan's just gonna sort of like look at your fist and be like, no. That's ignore her, please, Donovan. She's just mean to everybody. Uh, all right, all right. Let's let's just continue onward. Is there danger ahead? Maybe for you guys. I'm just gonna show you where he's at, and then I'm out of here. You know where he's at? Pretty sure. Quickly, let's go. Okay. With this, you guys, continue going through the catacombs. Um, I'm gonna have one sword out. Just one. Smart idea. Uh, will someone roll another d12? Eight. Okay, good. So, as you guys go in, it begins to get darker. You, you see, though, as the catacombs begin slanting downward even more so, um, you hear like rats scurrying around. You see more of these zombified husks. Eventually though, you enter into this room. It's sort of a, a bigger room, more like 50 by 50 square feet, something like that, um, with a big wooden door across. Um, as you look around though, you do see a bunch of corpses of nuns just sort of scattered throughout. What do you guys do in this room? Uh, so there's there's a door yeah, on so the far side of the room. On the far side of the room, there's a door. Okay. So I'm going to ask him, just like, is he here among the nuns? No. You see that door over there? Yes, I do. He's probably in there. What happened to all these nuns? They died. Well, obviously, but how did they die? You know, my job was to find suitable candidates, send them over to this area. Not ask any questions. What defines a suitable candidate? It's a great question. It is, that's what we're asking. Personally, my guy, he just told me we needed purebred humans. But this is about as far as I go. Can I get the rest of that gold? Do you not know what's beyond the room? I've heard what's beyond the room. Then tell us. I don't know if I want to tell you or not. I don't know if we have to give you the rest of the gold. You found yourself in the catacombs with three crazy warriors with your money. Hmm. Alright, alright. So, sort of the rumors that I've heard from the other guys, they've sort of gotten from those weird cultish looking people with the tattoos and stuff, 
is they're doing some sort of like human sacrificing down here. Don't know exactly what's up, but um, they probably got some heavily armed guys in there just sort of keeping watch. But that's, that's all I know. The prisoners down there? Yeah, like okay. we take the prisoners, we ship them through a little gate in that building you burn down. They're sacrificing the prisoners? That's, that's sort of what I heard from some of the other guys and stuff. Don't know for sure, but... Um, Rose is probably getting visibly upset at this point. She's gonna be like, why would you subscribe yourself to someone who's killing people? Look, Do you know the reason? Look, I've got no idea, and I've done a lot worse than that. But, I fulfilled my side of the deal. Now I want my money. Money! One last question. Does the name of the Resurrector mean anything to you? Yeah. What do you know about him? I believe that some of those cultist people, they talked a, a lot about the Resurrector. Didn't really learn too much about him, just their sort of fan worship of him. I just know like the general knowledge that's going around that he's leading this resistance group. Okay. So I'm assuming he's probably the big man on top of this whole ordeal, but I don't know. Okay. Now, the money. Hand of the gold. Have fun, as you see Donovan walk off. Now you better walk, you wonderful person. That's really nice of you, Samantha. Donovan's just going to sort of like turn around and be like, Thank you! I hope I never see y'all again. Continue walking. Okay, so should we wait for Caspian and Akel? We haven't seen them at all. Were they going to follow us? We haven't seen them. They don't know about our arrangement here. They've had all day to come and find us. So we're moving forward without them? I'm moving forward without them. Samantha? If you ladies choose to join, you may. Yes! Are we going to wait for the guys, or is this a girl's mission? Girl's freaking mission. Something girls before the guys. Yeah. Alright, how are we going to enter this door? Am I going to bust it open, or are we going in stealthy? Best not. Uh, Rose is going to cast Pass Without Trace upon her and her friends. Does she still have the, she still has the robe from the... She does. What's it call it? So she's going to don the robe. Is there any water around us? There's no water around you guys. So, uh, when you guys are ready, I'm ready. Ari's going to carefully walk up to the door and test to see if it's locked. Not gonna open it, just gonna turn the handle or whatever it is. Is there a handle? Or is it just one of those push open doors? It's sort of like, you know, it's just a push open door with a keyhole. Alright, we All right. push it open. Okay. Carefully, right? Very, very quietly. <laughs> like inch by inch by inch by inch. So as And you, then we peek and we don't go in. So as you guys begin to push open the door, um, immediately you begin to feel this like rush of energy. A sort of the outline of the door begins to grow glow this like dark green color. Um, at this point we're gonna flash over to Caspian's perspective. Ugh. So Caspian, after you were knocked unconscious, a couple hours later, sort of before the girl team got down there, uh, you find yourself waking up sort of in this this large room. Um, as you look around, you look and you see that there's this huge like water plume sort of like reaching out from the bottom of the ground up to the ceiling in the room. Um, you notice that you're tied up pretty well with some chains and ropes and stuff. Um, you notice a lot of other people around you as you just sort of sort of come into consciousness. Um, 
Do I see a Kel anywhere? So as you're looking around the room, um, you don't see a Kel in there. Um, you are sort of to make out, you do make out like the Resurrector standing above. Um, at the same time, you do notice rock across the room from you. What does he look like? What's so when you look at Rock, he's sort of—he's not in a great position. He's without clothes, just with a little loincloth on. Please come dance like that, Tori. Um, just sort of chilling on the other side of the room. He does look a little dazed, but he does look conscious at the time. Like his eyes are moving around, sort of like he's awake, but not like super awake. How big is this room? Um, this is a, a pretty decent sized room. It's a large room, like 75 by 75. Okay, so big room. Uh, what exits do I see? Um, when you look inside the room, you see that um, there's the door that you came in originally, uh, just that the Resurrector led you through, but then there's also just this big door sort of on the other side of the room. Okay. Is my mouth covered? Uh, your mouth is not covered. The other people that are around me, are they, what are they doing? They're just all sort of chilling naked, like, with their loincloths on. You're the only, like, clothed woman in the room. Does it make you feel uncomfortable that you're overdressed? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, and I, like, how am I chained up, exactly? So you have chains right on your arms, and then chains on your legs. So I can't, like, stand up or anything? You can, you can like, attempt to stand up, and with enough skill, you could probably stand. What, um, do I just see the Resurrector, or do I see... Like, what other things... Do, sorry, I'm just trying to get a better hey, layout of the surroundings. No worries. So you do see just, like, the Resurrector, just um, the water tomb, the water plume in the corner. There are a couple pillars around, just sort of supporting the weight of the ceiling above. Um, you do notice that the Resurrector, though, is standing over this altar-looking thing. Um, what does he do? He sort of got his hands raised out. with sort of this green energy coming out of his hands while the altar is also um, there's sort of these like green flames that occasionally come out, but he seems to be doing some sort of chant. Okay. How far away am I from the water? <laughs> um, you're on the opposite side of the room from the water. So like 70 feet away? <laughs> yeah, 70 feet. Can I try and, I guess, get Rock's attention maybe? <laughs> yeah, try and get his attention. I don't know how. Counter uh... splash. <laughs> 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 Can I speak? <laughs> Um, and, and I don't see a Kel anywhere. You do not see a Kel. And I only see the one door. Yeah, there's the door you came in and then the opposite door. The door, I, would I know that was the door I came in? Because I've been unconscious. So I would... Yes. For mercy of the DM messing up, yes. Yeah. I mean, you... Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you would be able to guesstimate just because this door is a lot smaller than the bigger door. And you would have seen the door coming in. Didn't we see a lot of... Weren't there a lot of, like... So that was in the prior room. So you guys okay. came into a room where there was a lot of those skeletal yeah, warriors. That's what and I then before okay. you got to the upper... upper so stage. there's no other bad guy, like... No. Yeah. No okay. other bad guys. Just the Resurrector? Just the Resurrector. I don't even know what he would do. Like, you just chill. Yeah, cut back to me later. So, as you sort of chill there, just for another hour or two, eventually you do see this door from the opposite side of the room open. Um, as this door opens, you watch, 
as Bishop Durbin enters the room. Um, as you're sort of paying attention, he walks over to the Resurrector, and you see they start having this conversation. Um, you're really not able to make out much of the words, per se, but you do know that it's um, in that weird dialect you've heard from some of the cultists and stuff like that. So by about this time, Rock, you have also found consciousness. Like you're fully awake, like you're seeing this conversation between Bishop and Durkin going on also. Do I hear anything? Yeah, you hear them talking. What do um, I hear them say? Like I said, it's sort of in that language that your characters don't understand. Do I recognize any of the words from what they were saying before? Nothing. Okay. Um, but yeah, as you're awake now, Rock, you do notice Cassian in the room also. I see him? Yeah, you would see Cassian. Does he see me? He's probably seen you. And has does has anyone else seen him? How obvious is he? Well, he's the only clothed one, so he's probably gotten something. I see him all the way like seventy five feet away over here. No, so he's on the same wall as you, as you just sort of like look over. He's only about thirty feet away from you. I'm just gonna look at him. Like, <laughs> and hope that he looks at me back. Like, just hope am I still restrained? Like I can't move. Yeah, so you like, have the, I have the magic around me. You were held by magic, now you're just held by James. Oh, no more magic. Yeah, no more magic. Yeah. Okay, so Rock's just gonna like stare at Caspian until it makes eye contact. No, he kept on trying to escape before, but like, is there any immediate threat? Are they hurting anyone right now? No one is being hurt at this moment. I'm afraid to ask about the blonde girl, so just. Do you want to know if the blonde girl's in the room? I'm scared. Yeah, I want to know if she's still alive. Yeah, you do notice. He's not gonna look at the floor. You do notice the blonde girl in the room. Where is she? Um, she is also on the same side. That's a lot of these. Prisoners are sort of on the same side of the wall as she's sort of tied up all the She's not, she's not, she's not a dead. goblin monkey yet. No, she's still. How a freaking Louia. Okay, now he's gonna like kind of like breathe because like now it's just like he doesn't have like, he was breathing the whole time. <laughs> but like, so now that he knows that she's safe, he doesn't have like, like guilt of like, oh my gosh, like I killed someone like he was before. He sees her. Wait, are you serious? Look, I'm just- I asked if she was a goblin monkey, and you were like, no, he's not a goblin monkey. Well, of course she's not a goblin monkey, but I don't know, he's like the- So she's dead? You don't know. You just see her. Oh my gosh. Okay, so now he's he's panicking, and he's <laughs> he's gonna like raise his eyebrows at Caspian. Any reaction, Caspian? Eventually, how long do I- how long do I- or am I watching the conversation between Bishop So and the conversation's been going on for about- 20 minutes, like it's pretty lengthy. Okay, I think eventually, like I'd probably look back around, and I probably would eventually lock eyes with Rock. Rock's just gonna stare at him because he thinks that Caspian has a plan. <laughs> <laughs> when has Caspian ever had a plan? Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's too late. You've already said it. Caspian has a plan. <laughs> so after about 10 more minutes, you watch us like. You see this eruption as like the Resurrector sort of like walks away from Bishop Durbin. Suddenly the Resurrector sort of like lifts his hands up and like vanishes from the room. Um, at this point, Bishop Durbin then walks over to the altar and you watch as he pulls out one of these daggers. Would I recognize that it's one of the daggers? Yeah, they have a really distinct look to it. So he takes this dagger and he sort of hovers it over the altar and places it on the altar and sort of begins to turn it. Um, rock and casting to make a constitution save. Oh my gosh. Fifteen. Okay. Twenty-two. Okay, so like, you guys both pass as sort of like some people in the room begin to sort of like make a yelp of pain and stuff as you feel sort of weird. 
um, but no real pain yet. Um, suddenly, just as you guys are waiting in the room, um, the altar begins to start glowing this bright green. Flames become whispering out, sort of in a chaotic moment, as the bishop sort of stands back and begins hovering his arms, as the whole room begins to illuminate in this green light. Suddenly, at this point, he watches the door, slowly peeks open. Would, I, would we notice that? Would we notice uh, that the door peeking open? Yeah, probably not. Okay. As Goodness. the door slowly peeks open, what do you girls do? Um, well, we're going to look inside, obviously. Do, we, do I see rock? Yeah, so as you guys look inside, um, is the door peeked up enough to look inside? Make a, make a stealth check real fast. Whoever's on the door. Who's on the door? I am. Okay. Not 20. Plus 10 for stealth. Because we have the 30! <laughs> 30! You guys. That a joke? No, yeah! we just got a 30. Woo! It's just really hey, hard do you want to clap, Pete? Yeah. yeah, so you can like open the door up and close it as much as you want. It's called a high five. <laughs> you want to clap hands? Alright. Um, as all of a sudden you open up the door, you're able to see just everything that I've explained before, so I don't have to explain it again. But Rose, you do see Rock on the floor, you see Cassie on the floor, and you guys just watch as Bishop Durbin is like over this altar going crazy with these flames all around. Is there anyone else in there? Is it just Bishop Durbin and the prisoners? Uh, you're just able to make out Bishop Durbin and the prisoners. So there's no one else there? That you're able to make out. So what are you guys going to do? Can we sneak up um, behind I'm going to pop my head in like a ninja and no one will see me. And do I see Rock then? Yeah, as Samantha, you walk into the room, you see Rock and Caspian in the room. So are they officially walking into the room? Like, yeah, are, you guys, are you guys walking in at this point or still peeking? I want to sneak into the room behind uh, Bishop. Really like, okay, sneak, sneak. we'll still use that 30 just because of how it was just for the initial sneak into the room. So you guys are able to successfully sneak into the room as it's glowing this bright green. The flames, you guys see Rock, Caspian, on all the prisoners on the ground. Um, you would also be able to make out, uh, because you do have the picture of the mayor's daughter, that you see this blonde little girl just sort of on there. Wait, is it the same blonde girl? On the Is side it the of same blonde girl? That looks like the mayor's daughter. <gasps> what? <laughs> Okay, sorry. So stay, that's why you guys weird. are able to stay see. Weird, you guys weird. are stealthy, and Bishop Durbin has yet to notice you. Okay. So, um, uh, Rose is probably on like she sees her brother. She thought he was dead. She's like she's going. So she is going to him? going to sneak. Well, okay, what obstacles are in her way that I can hide behind? Like, it, is it just a pure like an open room? So there are a couple pillars in the room. There's roughly six, three near you guys, and three on the opposite side of the room. Okay, I, something fishy's going on, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna sneak up behind Bishop Durbin. Okay, so you're, so you're going directly behind Bishop Durbin. I'm going Durbin. directly behind Bishop Durbin. Okay, make another stealth check. Okay. That's 15. 15. 15. Um, so Ari's heading to Bishop Durbin. <laughs> Samantha, what are you doing? I'm gonna do a somersault <laughs> on the ground. You're doing a somersault. <laughs> on the ground towards rock, and then I'm gonna pretend like I'm locked up. Oh, take prisoner. Um, make a stealth check with disadvantage. Why disadvantage? Because she's wearing armor. Oh. And she's oh. somersaulting on the ground. I forgot! <laughs> that you're right <laughs> I forgot, have mercy. Also, Do I see all this? Yeah, Cassie, you're watching this <laughs> <laughs> series of unfortunate events. How far away is Bishop Durbin? Again? 
other side of the room. Okay, four. Okay, so as you roll across the floor, your armor does hit the ground and make some noise. And then, Rose, what are you doing? Um, she is going to cast Spider Climb. She's going up on the walls, and she's headed for Rock and Prisoners. Okay. Just make a stealth check with advantage. That's actually pretty stealthy. 15. Okay, so as you guys begin heading off in your directions, um, you hear as Samantha hits the ground at her somersault. Hopefully that distracted from our as, <laughs> pursuits. As you see Bishop Tur- Bishop Durbin turn around to see Ari stealthily approaching him. As he looks straight <laughs> in Ari's eyes and says, What are you doing here? I could ask you the same question. I think it's best if you put your swords down and we... As Bishop Durbin begins to look around, what are... And all of your friends sort of calm down. I don't think so. Something malicious is going on here. We're going to put a stop to it. Plus, we have a mission, so. Well, I'm sorry <laughs> to hear that. As you watch as Bishop Durbin holds up his hand, and immediately a bright flame begins to radiate around Ari. Ari, I need you to make a dex check. Because you didn't want to talk to Bishop Durbin. That's 16. Just barely, you watch as, like, this fire begins to erupt where you're at, as you're able to roll, like, sort of get out of the way. And everyone roll for initiative. So, 20 to 25? Uh, 21. 15 to 20? 17. 4. Rock. Okay. Uh, I got an 11. Rose is also 11. Okay. 19. Oh, so. That's good, though, because it gives us a chance to rescue. So, you will go (laughs) second then. So, the order will be Caspian, Samantha, Rock, Rose, Ari, with. Bishop Durbin going first. So you watch as Bishop Durbin has sort of lifted his hand out and shot a fire at Ari. Suddenly you see he begins lifting his hands up as they begin to glow yellow. Um, Appearing right sort of next to Bishop Durbin, this sort of demonish fiend thing begins to appear, sort of standing there. He's sort of like tall, about 10 feet tall, and it glows this like dark, energy begins radiating from it um, as this brand new monster appears. Um, suddenly though, it's going to attack Ari who's in front of him. And Ari, I need you to make a deck save. Oh, okay, nat one. You need new dice, sis. So you, these are new dice. Okay, so you watch as this like fiendish creature sort of lifts up his hand and strikes you as you're going to take 20 points of necrotic What? Damage. All right. You are 10 feet away, but this range is just <clears throat> reaches out. Nice. And at that point, uh, we're now going to flash over to Caspian as you're just watching this all unfold. Um, what are the responses of all the people that are uh, against the walls and whatnot? Sort of the general, like a lot of them are like eyes fearful. A lot of them are like freaking out. Uh, some of them were screaming. Well, I guess it's time for Misty Step. Uh, I'm gonna misty step to right here, right behind this pillar. Okay. Yeah, so hiding behind that pillar, um, Bishop Durbin would not be able to see you. Okay. Um, which way is he looking? So after Bishop Durbin has sort of like lifted his hands and this massive fiendish creature appeared, sort of put all of his focus back down on the altar. So is his back away from us? Yeah, so his back is away from you guys. I'm gonna try and, uh, sneak to the next pillar. Okay, make a stealth check. 
just to see how sneaky you are. Twelve. Okay. So, you made it to the next pillar. We'll see if Bishop Durbin knows if you're there or not. Nice job, Caspian. You're up, Samantha, as you've sort of rolled. You're pretty close to Rock at this point. Um, is Rock guy? No. He's just going to be like, Samantha! Are they all in chains, or what are they in? Chains. Okay. Yeah, you can just use your swords. Let's do that! Does that count as an action or like, what does that count as? Yeah, so you'll have that will be an action if you break his chains. Okay. So as you you walk up to Rock, just make a basic strength check. A seven. Yeah, um It's gonna take me a minute. Yeah, so you, you start whacking away at these chains as I'm assuming Rock's holding them out, right? Mm-hmm. As you're able to start like denting the chains as you're trying to free Rock. Um Rock, it's now your turn as Samantha's doing that. I'm just out of the chains, there's really nothing you can do. Yeah, I guess you could try and help and start pulling. Okay, so we're talking about whistling. Can you start singing and have a magical effect? No. But you can whistle? Singing can have a magical effect, but it will be in the same jurisdiction of the whistle, like negated cantrips. He's gonna whistle and have vicious mockery against the bishop. Let's see. Okay, and on a... So you start shouting out these... Word. What words do you say? What is your mockery? Do I have to say it, or can I just give you the gist? You can give you the gist. Okay, so he's basically talking about how um, he's ugly on the outside, but he also has a hideous heart, and only the most cowardly <laughs> would be those that would prey upon the children, the beautiful, purebred human children of this world, and that his monstrosities will be held against him, not only by whatever god there be above, but also by Rock himself who will avenge him and the lost souls that he has taken. That's just like the gist of it, but... So he like, looks, he like, sort of like looks over, like sort of breaks his concentration from the spell, but he just goes right back to it. He doesn't take any damage. And he's just going right back to like... Yeah. Alright, uh, you're up, Rose. So Rose is going to move over to Rock. She's going to drop down in front of him, probably scare him to death, because he's going to be like, what the freaking... And then she's going to take her dagger and like, like full fury, like stab it down on the chain that Ari's been working on. Okay. I mean, it's Samantha. That's Samantha he's been working on. Samantha, can I help you? What happens? Yeah, so with that and the assistance of Samantha, you just watch as the chains shatter and like Rock is free from these chains that have entangled them. Rock, or uh, Rose is also gonna like pick him up by like the shoulders pretty much. Like he's, she's gonna like pick him up and sit him up and then like stand in front of him. Okay, so as Rose is doing that, Ari, you've just barely dodged his blast, but this massive fiend is standing in front of you. What are you going to do? I'm going to try and hit it. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. So as you get closer to it, um, it's immediately going to lash out at you again, and I need to make a deck save. Really? Yeah. A five plus something. As you take another 20 points of necrotic damage. Alright. Uh, but you are able to get close to it. Uh, Wait, you did? I did. Oh, you're <laughs> unconscious? Yeah, I have 36 hit points. Oh, you just, yeah, so you can I'm sort just, of drop on the I'm floor. Somebody help her! Uh, yeah, as this fiend sorry. sort of looms over you. Oh, I'm sorry, you It's okay. Um, so you guys watch as now Bishop Durbin begins to put his hands a lot over these flames as they begin to erupt a lot more furiously. 
Um, I need all you guys to make another constitution check. And Ari, you're automatically going to make lose a death. No! 17. So Rose rolls a 3, Rock rolls a 16. Okay, so for those under 10, you're just going to take 4 points of damage. As you watch as these flames start erupting from the altar and sort of start flying around the room, you see as some of the people that were sitting there, you watch as sort of like this green flame erupts from within them and gets sucked up up into the air. As you guys all, for some of you, have just sort of felt some of the life source fly out of you. Um, But Bishop Durbin just sort of continues his thing. Okay, you're up, Caspian. Okay. Um... I'm going to go ahead and what is the water? Is it just a pool or is it like a guy's like it is shooting like a up? plume that's sort of floating up. It looks very weird and murky. I'm shaping water and I'm going to direct the water at Bishop Durbin from behind. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think how that would be damaged. Uh, just distract him to make him slip and fall maybe. Okay, so that's what you're aiming to try and make him slip and fall. And it's yeah. just that it makes him like, <laughs> Or like, really like throw him off, right? Okay. I'll just and then, uh, I can do two effects. I'm gonna freeze it. Okay. <gasps> Ooh. So you like, explain what you're doing just so I understand. Uh, so obviously the water is shooting up. So you know how like you have a hose and you put your thumb over it and it makes it shoot really, really fast? Okay. I'm basically doing that so it like, comes out at him, and then once there's water on the ground, I'm gonna freeze. So not only does he have to avoid losing concentration or anything does from it that. on him, so it shoots, and then he's like frozen in the ice. So I don't know if I can do that. It wouldn't be that extreme, but you would watch as this water geysers itself out. It knocks Bishop Durbin prone, actually. Woo! He ain't a strong boy. As he sort of hits the ground and the water freezes on his arms and legs and sort of prone and frozen oh, on the ground. Yeah, don't hit me. Nice job, Caspian. Anything else? Uh, I think that's. I guess I could move. Uh, I'll. I guess I'll move towards him, more or less. Okay. I'll move like right above him. Okay. So as you move into that square, though, as you approach Bishop Durbin on the ground, you see this fiendish creature sort of turn to you and immediately lash out at you. Uh, make a deck save. Oh gosh. Uh, 16. Okay. Just barely, you watch as this thing goes for you, and he doesn't hit you completely, but it does, like, sort of cut your shoulder as you only take 10 points of necrotic damage. Nice. All right, you're up, Samantha. Rock's free. What are you going to do? I'm going to sing a song and heal Ari. Sorry, Rose. Okay. Sorry, what was that, Faith? Can I do that? Prayer of healing. Yeah, it, it's right. it's not prayer of healing. It's her cleric ability. It's the life cleric thing. Okay. That thing! <laughs> she can reach all of us with that. Yeah. Okay. And so now you have 20 points to divide. So how do you want to divide these 20 points? So Ari's dead. Wait, Who's don't you have your half-orc thing? I do. But I didn't use it. You did not use it. And the end does not show mercy. I'll let her use it a different time. Yes. Fair enough. If she gets knocked unconscious again. Sorry, Faith. Well, where do you want to divide up the health points? Well, so Ari's dead. So basically, I will divide it into thirds. <laughs> no way. So Ari, you get seven health points mm-hmm. as you regain consciousness on the ground. Yes. Who gets the next seven? Caspian. Here you go. Okay, so Caspian gets seven, and who do you want to give the last six to? 
Who's next to dying? Uh, no one else has been hit. So you can give the rest to Ari. That's what I would do. Okay, so Ari, you get 13, and casting, you get 7 hit points back. Uh, Samantha, you run over and you, you start healing your compadres. Yay. Nice. At that rock, it is now your turn. Rock is going to run to the blonde girl. All right, well then since Rose is right in front of her, he's actually probably just going to snag the dagger from Rose, and then he's going to run over to the blonde girl, and he's going to like start going at the ropes. She's got ropes, right? Chains. Chains on her too? Yeah. They used to be ropes. And then they evolve. It's like Pokemon. <laughs> okay, just make a strength check. Okay, so you're able to like start going at these chains and break them free as you free this little blonde girl in front of you. It's the same blonde girl, right? Not yeah. Be confused with the other blonde girl. The same blonde girl you saw when you were in prison. Yes. Okay, Rose, you're up. Was also a nurse daughter. Yes. So Rose is going to say to Rock and the girl, "Jeez, I don't know," because she's Rose is gonna try to take Rock out, like of the battle. Okay. Like take him away and but leave. But Rock She's wants to too. stay in the fight. Rock wants to kill the bishop. Okay, so Rose is going to uh, just grab Rock and make him leave. But then Rose okay, strength so, against Rock strength. So Rose rolls a twelve, plus strength is a thirteen, and Rock rolls a twenty-one. Yeah. So Rose locks up the rocks, tries to grab Rock and sort of like start pushing him out of the way. But Rock uses his scrying muscles to sort of like. <laughs> He's and thought. Rose is going to be like, what are you doing? We need to get out of here. And Rock is going to be like, I'm not leaving until I kill that man. And then Rose is going to be like, someone else's turn. Okay. The dialogue will continue. <laughs> no, Arya, after, you're like sort of on the ground. I just wake up as you see this fiend still like hovering over you. Okay, what so I'm you? prone. Yeah, you're prone. Okay. I'm just, I'm going to stand up anyways. Okay. And I guess I'm gonna try and hit him again, because that's what Ari would do. So you um, you take your two swords and you start swinging at this fiend in front of you, and they just go right through the fiend. Like there is like no resistance, no nothing. As as you sort of cut through, you see as the fiend like sort of like evaporates for a second. As it's like there's nothing really physical okay. there. As you swing your swords for your action. Okay. Um, because of these swinging swords, you watch as the fiend looks down at you and begins to strike again. I need you to make a deck save. Nine. Okay, you watch as the fiend, like, this time he just goes in all at you and takes a bite at your left arm. Um, as you take nine points, sorry, ten points of necrotic damage. Okay. Um, at this point, though, the fiend sort of, like, evaporates into you. Like, just sort of off this plane as the fiend disappears. Let's see. Okay, but that would be... You can still move. Yes. I'm just going to stay there. Okay. So at this point, Bishop Durbin is like on the ground, sort of frozen in ice. If you watch as he sort of strains against the ice, the ice is able to sort of like break free and like, um, as he's prone to looking up at Caspian, he sort of lifts up his hand and as it begins to glow, um, he immediately reaches out and tries to touch Caspian. Where did the dagger go? It's floating on the altar. Like it's oh. sort of hovering. As he t- grabs sort of your like your leg, um, immediately you feel as this like evil necrotic damage sort of like brushes into you. As you take ooh, 
22 points of necrotic okay. damage. Um, after he, like, throws that necrotic damage into you, he sort of stands up and begins to look back over at his altar. Actually, oh. did that knock you unconscious, or are you still No, I'm fine. Okay, so he just sort of, like, stands up and begins looking at you. Um, okay. And it's now your turn, Gaskin. Um, I think I will have moved for the dagger. Okay, so, um, you're wanting to go for the dagger? Mm-hmm. So, and what are you doing to this dagger? Like, are you trying to grab it off the altar? I think so, yeah. Okay, as you go and you reach for this dagger, you watch as these, like, massive flames start surrounding it. Uh, some of these flames start hitting your hands um, as you feel this force almost, like, protective around the dagger as you're trying to reach in, but you're not really able to get past this, like, magical force. Uh, some of these flames do jump at you as you just take, like, two points of... I guess fire damage as like there's a bunch of flames everywhere around you as you're reaching for this dagger. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do I have time to do anything else? We'll let that be a bonus action. Okay. So you can have an action. Um. All I know is the dagger. Like Caspian would have seen the dagger being the like thing that is kind of like the scary thing. Mm-hmm. I think he'd ignored Bishop and he tried to go for the dagger. Okay. I'm going to shoot Eldritch Blast at the dagger. Alright, so you shoot Eldritch Blast at the dagger, but sort of the same thing happens as, like, your Eldritch Blast, right before it hits the dagger, it sort of gets rebounded off of this, like, magical shield type thing. Nice. Alright, uh, Samantha, you're up. Can I run up and climb Ari and then jump off of her and set, sort of swan dive and with my daggers pointed at third bag, and jump on him and stab him. How about that? Make a dex check. Okay. Or an acrobatics. <laughs> Ac- I will oh, actively okay. help her. Acrobatics. Um, okay, an acrobatics. Eighteen. Okay, so um, you're able to successfully run at Ari. Ari sort of like sees you coming and preps for this. As you jump on Lari's arm and she throws you up in the air as you you come in for the swine dive with your two swords. Make your attack. Swine? swine? <laughs> swan dive. Sorry, swan. And make your attack roll. Let's see if you hit him. Um, 21. Oh, gosh. So, like, <laughs> yes. just absolutely amazing. You swan dive straight into Bishop Durbin as you cut straight into him. How much damage are you doing? Five. Oh, nice. As you just cut in and, like, deal five points of damage to this guy. It's also plus your strength. Seven. As you deal seven points of damage to this guy, as you just start cutting in with him and with your little short sword. So make a attack roll for your next. Nineteen. Nice. So you hit again with your other sword, and we'll take that five again as you deal another five points of damage to him. Yep. So and I'm just like, this is what you get for apostasy. <laughs> 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 you just, you just start yeah. There we go. Nice. All right, as Samantha's like digging into Bishop Durbin, Rock and Rose, what are you guys doing? I feel really weird because I feel like there's supposed to be role play happening right now because they're like brother and sisters. So does someone want to play Rock for me? I can give it a oh. go. <laughs> Rock, we gotta get out of here. I'm not leaving until I kill that bishop, and he's going to help up the blonde girl. And he's just gonna be like, here. Take her and keep her safe, and then he's gonna start running. I'm not leaving without you! Rock's running. <laughs> Where are, you? are you dashing? Because yeah. you won't be able- Okay, you're just gonna dash. 
he still has room. You're so grounded when we get home. <laughs> so you can get all the way. Where do you want to go? Because you can get anywhere. Durbin. Okay, so right there. Flank yeah. Durbin on that side. Get an attack though, huh? Yeah, no attack as you just sort of dash around. Uh, it is also now Rose's turn. What's Rose going to do as he sees Rock run off? Rose is going to... Dang it, Rock. <laughs> that bum took my dagger. How long you have? I just want him to go in, like, just with bare hands. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. That would be really funny. Um, okay, so she is going to point to the door. And she's going to say, lie low and get out of here as fast as you can. And then she's going to run after Rock. Like, run. Are you dashing as well? Yes. Are you trying to get right behind Rock? Yeah. No, she's going for Bishop Durbin. And yeah. she knows, like, he's not getting out of there. Okay. So, Rose and Rock sort of, like, start sprinting up to Bishop Durbin. Ari, you're up. All right. I'm up. All right. So I'm going to move in, and I'm going to try and stab Bishop Durbin. So as Ari joins in the fight, all five of you have sort of like ganged up and circling Bishop Durbin as he's sort of standing there watching you all came in. Your attack rolls will now have advantage with yes. some flanking. Uh, 19. Ooh, roll again, see if you can get that 20. Oh, no, I already, I already oh. crit with 19, anyways. Oh. oh my gosh, you do crit with 19. Woo! Fighters! Oh. Yes. You go in and you crit! All right, and that's, uh, that's four plus, that's eight points of damage. Oh my gosh. Plus my other 19 again. Oh my gosh. So then that one will actually be 8. Okay, just tell me how much damage. Uh, 12 plus 8 is 20. You just start racking into Bishop Durbin. Samantha's on top of him, like slashing <laughs> in. Ari's coming in at the side and starts slashing under his underbelly as he takes 20, 20 points of damage. It's, man, you guys are getting the upper hand on him. At this point, Bishop Durbin, he's sort of like shaking with the Samantha on his head, like Ari stabbing. Um, you watch as he sort of puts his hand right on the altar, um, and the green fire begins to glow really brightly at this point. Uh, all of you, I need you to make another constitution save. No, 11. 17. Okay, everyone under a 10, you're going to take oh three points of damage. Not bad, that's not bad. As these flames are oh, going crazier. Nice. Rock safe. Why is Rock, like, really OP? <laughs> I know. So these flames are starting to go really crazy. You then watch as Bishop Durbin, um, as his hands begin to glow again. So you guys watch as um, all of a sudden these little, like, small spirit-looking creatures start illuminating from his body <laughs> as um, this almost sphere begins to circle around Bishop Durbin as all these little... Little almost like angelly looking creatures that are like devilly looking at the same time start flying around him like crazy. Everyone that's within, which will be everybody, <laughs> I need you all to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh gosh. 17. Oof. 17, Rose. Uh, 17. Dang it, Rob. Wow, 17 is the number. You got him on the wisdom. <laughs> what, what is it? Rock out four. You got okay. two. Rose got a 17. We've got a two. Yeah, Rock and Samantha, buddies for life. Okay, so Rock and Samantha, you're gonna take 14 points of damage. Jeez Louise, and my everyone guy. else takes seven points in the car. Did he, did he like kind of fell asleep? Okay, back up to four oh. points. 
Yeah. But you're half orc. Yes, I am going to use my wait, 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 uh, what is it called? Relentless endurance, 14. and I will take one HP. Sorry. Nice. So you watch as like all these things are just going crazy around you as all these things start slashing at you and nipping at you. Also, at this time, you watch as the sword begins to appear right next to Bishop Durbin and immediately lunges out and slashes at Ari. Ari, what's your AC? 16. Ooh. You just watch as this sword goes in and pierces you right into the side <laughs> as you take... I'm at one, so... Yeah, as you just take seven points of damage, as you just fall unconscious again. After that amazingly epic slash and terror, as you just guys watch as Ari hits the floor and this sword begins floating around Bishop Durbin. All right, you're up, Caspian. Eldritch Blast. Bishop Durbin? Yep. Okay. Nat 20. Nat 20! <laughs> it's a good night for rolls. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> so 11, so double that. 22. Mm-hmm. Okay, you just... And he's pushed 10 feet back. Actually, can I push him 10 feet back? Uh, he'll hit Samantha if he's pushed 10 feet back. So it will knock both him and a Samantha A small prone. price to pay. <laughs> it'll knock them both prone? Yeah, it'll knock them both prone. Yeah. All of a sudden, Caspian gets op for a second. As you just... Crit Bishop Durbin, push him right back into Samantha as they both hit the ground. Sorry, Samantha, you're on the ground. Okay, so Caspi, um, because it is the end of your turn, I need you to make another wisdom saving throw. That bitch. You watch as this sword that was once there just evaporates into the distance. Nice catch there. But make a wisdom saving throw. It's going to be a nine. So you sit there. And these little spirity things, these demons, they keep slashing at you as you're sort of in the sphere still, as you take another 13 points of damage. Sheesh, dude. So Caspian, as you're sitting there just looking over him, like all these things just keep flying at you as you just fall unconscious. Nice. Uh, Samantha, you're up. You're on the ground as Caspian's knocked you and Bishop Durbin over with this Elder Blast. If I'm, if I'm getting up the stand, I'm going to jump on his butt. Okay, yeah. so you're like the, yeah. the pro wrestler. Uh, make an attack roll with advantage because you're flanking and he's throwing. That was an accident, but 15. Okay. Sweet. How do you wanna? How do you wanna finish this? I want to jump on his belly and then fall over and then roll over and stab him in my gut. She's gonna steamroll stab him. So like, as you jump on Bishop Durbin, you just hear <laughs> as like blood starts shooting out. What the? As you crush his insides oh. um, with your powerful jump, then you roll around and you take that stab and you just watch as Bishop Durbin sits there and like just starts shaking for a bit. As he slowly, you see his eyes just sort of drift back into his socket as he starts falling unconscious completely and dying again. But he's unconscious at this point. Um, also why this happens, all these, sorry, all these tiny little creatures that were flying around just sort of disappear. Do they do like the- <laughs> That's exactly the sound they make, as Samantha's put Bishop Durbin unconscious, uh, and dying at the moment. Rock is, Rock is going to, like, lift up Bishop Durbin by, like, shirt collar, and he's gonna be like, why are you doing this? You need to heal him to make him conscious. Well, you do also have two comrades on the ground. Oh yeah, Caspian and Ari are both knocked unconscious. At the time, Ari and Caspian make a death saving throw. Uh, wait, Rock seen. didn't get his go. Oh, oh no, just... wait, I just interjected, didn't I? I got yeah. an eight. Yeah, so, so what are you guys doing? So Rock's shaking Bishop Durbin, 
Samantha, are you going to spare your friends? Who's that going to? So who are you healing first? Um, so as you guys are still going on and doing your activities, um, you see that this altar is still rushing out its flames and stuff like that. As it, oh, is the begins, dagger still in it? The dagger still circling, but you watch and you notice that the dagger is starting to spin a little bit faster. Um, inside the room, you're able to feel like more pressure as this green light's illuminating. Right. You do see as the first prisoner in the room who started screaming at the beginning just sort of begins screaming a bit louder and blood gushes out as this fiery green flame sucks out of their body and flies straight into the altar as the first one hits the ground. Rock is going to run and try to take the dagger out. Okay, so as you reach your hand on this dagger, you like start feeling this force sort of like keeping you from putting your dad, your hand inside, and you're not and able Rosa's to force gonna be like, Rock, what are you doing? Yes, that's... Nice. As Rock's trying to get this dagger but not able to reach in. Okay, can I try and hit it out with my sword? Uh, you can try. Oh. As you lift up your sword and nothing, as you're hitting, but this like protective force field is keeping anything from going in. Rose is going to... We have to get out. Save. Let's save the... We have to save the prisoners. Okay. And I'm she's gonna... going to... Ask Samantha, she's going to say, Samantha, can I borrow one of your swords? Sure, just give it back, please. Yeah, you got it, for sure, for sure. And they're gonna, she's going to run towards the prisoners, and Rock is probably going to be like, where the flip is the girl? And Rose is going to be like, well, I sent her out, be? and so Rock is going to go find the girl. And Rose is going to go. Okay, okay Ari's cutting, cutting loose. Caspian, what are you doing at this point? Am I alive now? Oh no, you're still unconscious. Oh, no. Rock, what are you doing? Sorry. Sorry. Caspian, what are you doing? Samantha, are you going to kill Caspian? Oh. Yes. Cure wounds. Okay, you cure wounds and Caspian becomes awake. I don't care. Okay. You'll get three. Oh, three. Three no. plus two plus two, so... Six. So at this point, as some of you guys are trying to break into the altar as these green flames are starting to fly everywhere, Rock's running out of the room, you, you hear as Bishop Durbin... Um, Begins to laugh on the ground. This sort of this maniacal laugh. Fools! Like, uh, all of you fools! Yeah, that's what he says. Oh. He's like, you can't stop it. <laughs> As he just starts laughing like a crazed man on the ground. Isn't he though? Okay. Like How many people do we have freed now? Uh, one. I don't know. You guys haven't done a great job at freeing. There's, there's about Rose 50 people, people in this room. 50 people in this room. How do we stop this? I don't know if we can. We got the mayor, right? The mayor's daughter, I mean. She's out of the room. Rock fine. Why can't I touch the dagger? It's too late. This spell is active. <laughs> so, the people that are chained, they're chained so they can't move. They're not chained to like a wall or anything? Or are they chained together? Some of them are chained together, some of them are chained by themselves. Can I try and move the water into the altar? Mm. You can try. As you start trying to move the water, once again, it sort of hits this force-filled type thing and nothing really happens as the water bounces off this dagger. We just need to get out. So Like, it doesn't matter. Akel has literally been in none of this. Doesn't matter how far we run? Are we gonna die? Akel is somewhere down here. He came in with me. Uh, How did you guys get down here? Where are we? Rose says, we're in the catacombs. What? That... That makes no sense. All of you guys, make another constitution save. Oh, dearest me. 
Nine. Uh, do I roll for is Rock still in the room? Is Rock still in the room? Rock needs to make a constitution save okay. now also. Twenty. Okay, so you guys watch as all of a sudden this dagger starts spinning extremely fast as it starts building momentum. Uh, this green energy begins to start pulsing um, as it, like this green blast of light sort of flies out of the room as it starts expanding out. Rock, as you're running down the hallway, you're able to sort of like look back and see this green light echoing out of the room and flowing throughout all the catacombs and just expanding throughout everywhere. Uh, those that rolled under a 15 take two points of damage. As this dagger is really starting to go. Um, you do watch as a couple more prisoners just start dropping on the ground dead as flames starts getting sucked out of them. As this bishop just keeps on laughing. We can't escape it? The whole city will be dead. What? Oh, uh, maybe if we destroy the altar? <laughs> it's too late. Fifteen uh, years. Can I, can I shoot an Elder's Blast into the altar? Like, into the altar, not the dagger. Yeah, you can shoot it into the altar. What happens? Like, you just watch as it hits the stone, and not as prevalent of a forceful, but you do watch as these green flames sort of erupt from the altar and protect it from your Elder's Blast. As you're sitting here just watching this thing start pulsing, spinning. Who's that? Help. Please, help us. What are you doing? <sighs> what are you doing? Who are you talking to? We need you to stay alert. What? Caspian, stay focused. We're not going to be able to get out of here. We're dead. It's not the time we're, for a panic attack. We're going to die. It's not the time for a panic attack. Uh, 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 everyone back up. Okay. He said everyone back up, and I've seen what he does when he... I'm, I'm like all the way against the wall. Like. Rose too. Rose is okay. Rose starts running away from Caspian. What are you doing, Caspian? I'm moving out of this area, so I'm moving like ten, uh, fifteen feet away, and I'm gonna cast Shatter. You cast Shatter, and you just watch as this altar begins to shake. I'm assuming you're casting it on the altar. Yeah. Um, a little bit of like some tiny cracks start showing up, and then all of a sudden, you watch as the green flame fills in these cracks, and it sort of blasts itself back at you. As this massive green flame comes at you, uh, doesn't really hit you at all as it flies around you and sort of misses you. As this altar, almost in a sense, is sort of fighting back as if it has some sort of consciousness to itself. At this point, um, the altar begins to illuminate more and more pulses begin flowing out of it in sort of rapid concessions. Everyone, I need you to make another constitution save. 12. 17. Not 20. Okay, those under 15, you take three points of damage. I am down, you guys. <laughs> Ari hits the ground. Ari, roll a d20. 11. Okay, you feel as your soul begins to almost like reach out as you falling unconscious. You guys see as this green flame sort of begins to leave Ari, but doesn't completely leave Ari as it sort of stays there. But I, oh. Where's a kill? You just walk it over. He's going crazy. I feel like I'm... I'm not conscious, but I feel like you guys need to like kill me because I'm not pure human. And so that might <laughs> disrupt the spell, but I'm dead, so you guys don't know that. At this point, like as you guys are freaking out, you watch a sort of like Bishop Derby begins to like sit up a little bit more. Um, his eyes have sort of like rolled back into his head. It's almost like he's dead but still alive. Something's definitely going on as he sort of looks at you guys and says, ha ha, there's no way to stop it. This dagger takes all and needs souls to survive. I, I don't know what to do. 
Let me heal you again. And has Rock kept running through the catacombs? Yeah, she okay. At this point, Rock sort of runs over and he sees this girl has sort of like slumped down and hit the ground. As he's barely breathing and holding on to life, this girl with blonde hair. Okay, he's going to throw the girl like kind of like on his shoulder kind of and he's just going to book it. Okay. Running through the catacombs. So you get six. Six. Six points. Azari, you almost have your soul sucked out, but you're able to regain consciousness with some everything. You guys watch as the bishop is sort of sitting back and he's like, ah, give the dagger of the souls. Give the dagger of the souls. I'm going to kick him. Like, Caspian kicks him. But he just stays conscious. After okay, and points. then Rose is going to be like, is there a way to stop it? Give it a soul. Give it a soul. How do we stop it? And this blood bishop just sort of like turns and you see his eyes sort of like come back into focus. Um, you're able to see as like, they sort of like, they don't glaze back into reality, but it looks as if like the bishop sort of come back into it. And he just sort of sits there with this like frightened look in his eyes. Because he's like, you need the dagger will be sold. And at this, the eyes sort of like glaze back over the bishop. So Rose is gonna, jeez As you watch as Bishop Durbin's soul sort of gets ripped out of him into the dagger. Or gave him a soul. Rose is gonna be like, that good? A worthy soul. Oh, jeez Cast can't kill yourself. Da- as the dagger keeps spinning and going faster. You guys watch as it starts emanating more and more as this green light is flying. Everyone make one more constipation. 13. 18. Okay, everyone eight. under 20 take three points of damage. I'm out. Okay, Caspian, roll a d20. 15. Okay, so you guys watch as Caspian begins to fall down as this dagger is just illuminating green light like crazy. Um, As it begins going all over the place, flames are starting to reach out. Rocks in the hallway and seeing the flames start rushing out of the catacombs, almost flying out into the city above. As you're just sitting here watching this dagger go faster and faster and faster. Rose is going to run up to the altar. And she's going to see if it'll let her touch the dagger. Like, to take the dagger. Take the dagger? Yeah, to, like, pick it up and use it. So as you put your hand on the altar, once again, you do feel that force field sort of surrounding the dagger on the altar. So you're not able to touch the dagger. Okay. Ari's going to go up to the altar, and she's going to put a hand on the altar and try and grab the knife. So Ari, as you put your hand on the altar, you immediately feel like this burning that sort of like rejects you away from the altar. As the altar doesn't really accept you. I'm not a worthy soul, guys. It needs a worthy soul or everyone is going to be dead. Uh, okay, so Rose is, Rose is gonna look at Ari's swords and she's gonna kind of like take one from her. And she's gonna put her hand down on the altar and then like put the sword up like she's gonna stab it. Does anything happen? Okay. So as Rose puts her hand on the altar, um, you immediately feel something on the altar. Sort of these flames begin to start wrapping around your hand and moving up your arm. They're not hot, necessarily. They're almost cool. I start feeling this um, this dagger begin to like start taking your life essence out of you. Um, what do you do as you start feeling this dagger taking your life essence out of you? She's just going to let it happen, hoping that it's a... Okay. At this point, as Rose begins to offer herself up to sacrifice, you see as the flames begin to consume Rose, sort of firing around her and circling her. Um, at this point, the spinning of the dagger begins to start slowing down and the pulsing begins to stop. Within a couple seconds, you watch 
as the fire begins to turn this blue color around Rose and begins to suck itself back inside to the dagger. At this point, um, for those still conscious, so Ari and Samantha, you watch as Rose's body hits the floor, dead on the ground, as the dagger stops spinning and falls down on the altar, as the green flames and the green glowing stops. And we're going to call it there for this session. Thank you guys for listening tonight. Dungeon. Dungeon. Am I the only one happy about this? Dungeon. Bye. Special thanks to all of our listeners and supporters on Patreon. The ambient music was produced and created by Michael Gelfi. Intro and outro was produced and created by William Heaton. You can check out our website at www.thedungeonhouse.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Dungeon House. Bishop Durbin's plan to suck out everyone's soul in Astoria failed with the honorable sacrifice of a rose. So far, three different flame colors have showed up. Green sucks out souls, red transports energy back, but what the, exactly does this blue flame do? How will this impact Rock seeing his sister has passed on, and how will the rest of the party act? Where is Akel? Find out next time on The Dungeon House.